0: All right, welcome to another episode of The Sunday Sauce. I'm here with, uh, this is actually a very special episode to me because it has to do with my neighborhood that is just being destroyed by this liberal, progressive person named Justin Brennan, who I actually used to like, by the way, as a person, but he just turned into a far leftist and now I do not I do not like him at all. I'm here with Brian Fox, who actually ran against Justin Brennan, um, this guy is a law and order guy, believes in, in you know, values, family values. But um, unfortunately, he, he did not win, but he came close. Uh, Brian, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody?
1: Sure. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, so for those of you that uh, don't know me or didn't follow my race, uh, my name is Brian Fox. Um, I am a small business owner in Bay Ridge. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I've I've uh, bought and sold several different financial services companies prior to owning my uh, current uh, company, which is a staffing company. Um, and you know, I think that one of the main reasons that um, I ran and really what prompted me to run uh, specifically was the time that I lived in my neighborhood and the way in which the neighborhood deteriorated. Um, You know, I mean, I've I've been living in the neighborhood long enough to know, you know, how it was with Marty Golden, and then kind of going back into um, several others that held office, and going into more recently the current city council member of Bay Ridge, Diker Heights, Beth Beach, Bensonhurst, for District 43, and, um, and it's really what prompted me to run in terms of crime being on the rise. Uh, stabbings being on the rise, shootings being on the rise, larceny being on the rise, general petty theft being on the rise, and just the quality of life deteriorating, quite frankly, on a daily basis. And and we all see it. And and some of us have fallen victims to it. Um, And I think that as a small business owner that was politically involved in my personal life, but not in the formal formal world uh, of politics, that's what really prompted me to run was somebody has to do something about this. And Frankly, I didn't see anyone stepping up. Um, and which is why I approached the both the uh Brooklyn uh GOP and the Conservative Party uh for South Brooklyn, who uh wound up actually moving forward with me and endorsing me uh to run as the uh endorsed candidate for city council in district forty-three. So it's funny you say that you've been in the so you've been the uh neighborhood
0: long enough, right? According to this um Piece of shit podcast, Radio Free Bay Ridge. They wrote this lovely use. I'm sure you saw it. You know, oh well, yeah, the uh, it's two or three part dossier I think they have I, on me. <laughs> it's 15 pages. Are you serious? Yeah. I, I read through it. It's, I'll, I'll let me read you some. Let me, refresh yeah, so, so you can clarify this for me. Brian Fox isn't a well known Bay Ridge figure. Brian, how long have
1: you lived in Bay Ridge? I've been in Bay Ridge for uh, 18, 19 years. Um, so I mean, I, i'm not I'm not a lifer. That's okay, um, but 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 at the same time, I, I've lived in the neighborhood long enough to know and see the changes that needed to be addressed. So, um, not a lifer, but again, I've been living here for long enough. I see. all right.
0: It says he only got into the race because Justin Brendan Brandon voted to defund the NYPD Qu- in parentheses, they put he didn't. But wait a minute, hold on. I have a tweet right here from Justin Brennan. I actually sure. pulled it up. I'm prepared. This was from um, he. This is he. Almost uh, when the he. We found out about this. He scrambled to delete his tweets. So let's see.
1: This guy ref. Um, he must scramble through a lot because he tweets. That's pretty much all he does. So yeah.
0: I believe it was June tw- in 2020. Justin Brennan agreed with. Um, Count the council speaker, uh Corey Johnson, right? That was his name. That uh yeah. to defund the police. So, and there is tweets of him saying, Yes, here we go. Quote unquote, yeah, I'm in. Long believed we should be investing in people over punishment and education, over enforcement. Also, almost every 911, every call to 911 is a result of failure by any other city agency. Yet another reason why we need to prioritize. He put dollar signs, meaning money for youth development, education, social service, housing, and
1: mental health. I
0: think that sounds like he wants to defund the police. Do you, do you think so too? I think
1: so. It does. He dresses it up in such a way that, that, you know, he, it makes it seem like it's not the case. He doesn't want to defund the police, but really what he's saying is he wants to um, defund our beloved uh, NYPD officers mm-hmm. who already have a tough enough job. They put their wife on the line on a daily basis and, um, he wants to take those individuals re, re, and shift money over to what, in his opinion, what really what he was trying to do is is present unarmed caseworkers to show up to nine one one events and calls, which, in my opinion, doesn't solve anything. I mean, you know, uh, you're putting more people's lives at risk that are now unarmed, that arriving to a potentially dangerous situation. You know, it might not be dangerous all the time, but you, we don't know. Walking into any call. Um, situations can become violent, whether they're a nonviolent call or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and, and, and furthermore, you know, the heart and soul, as far as I'm concerned, of our district makes up of two main things. Um, people that are police officers that live in this neighborhood, sure. fire department, EMS, safety services, Annotation. emergency services people, mm-hmm. or small business owners. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say that you would like, you know, when, when you actively voted to defund the police, not once, but twice. Um, and don't let them tell you otherwise. It, he's he's actively voted to defund the police two separate te- two separate times two fiscal years. Right. right. Um. He 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 wants to paint it and dress it in a way where he's avoiding that topic. He's avoiding the question. Um. And 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 again, he brings up all these social services. Now, I'm not entirely opposed to obviously implementing more money to social services, but what I am against is when you actively vote to defund the police. Uh, it's going to make everyone in our neighborhood less safe. Um, and you're adhering to the really the left liberal agenda, which has been really infiltrating all of New York City at this point, not just South Brooklyn. I mean, we're seeing it top to bottom. We're seeing it in Manhattan. We're seeing it within all the five boroughs. Staten Island, fortunately, is its own little, you know, nucleus and a little situation. Um, I, it's very, very red out there, but specifically in my district, it traditionally has been red. But in Bay Ridge, it is getting a little more diverse. Um, we are seeing a little bit more. Um, not just culturally but also you know politically, it is getting a little bit more diverse. I know that um, Diker Heights is, is very much still the same. you know old school, you know a lot of people that still live there, their families still live there. and uh, again, regardless of who's living in the district once you know my promise to people going in as an elected official or potentially an elected official is I plan to represent everybody regardless of party affiliation, right uh, But when you're putting the general safety of people at risk, that's what i have a problem with. But, but wait but you're you're a white supremacist allegedly did you know that oh yeah 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 what, I am, what is I your am, ethnicity <laughs> by the way
0: what is, what, what is your ethnicity
1: uh i am italian and i am greek okay. so I am, I am i'm half and half okay so
0: so apparently also radio uh free braverage says you're a right wing extremist
1: white supremacist sure yeah <laughs> That, that, uh, that tends to be the general theme the second you don't agree with their narrative yeah. is uh, if you don't agree with everything that they say, you're you're racist, you're a white supremacist. Um, I'm xenophobic. Um, mm-hmm. I, oh, by the way, in, in case you forgot, I was the one that knocked in the door, uh, at, uh, at the Capitol riots on January 6th. Oh, don't oh. forget that one. Don't right. forget that one. Right.
0: You were there too. Hey, right. I That's was
1: right. wearing the Viking hat. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, but, um, but, but again, this is just something that it, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. It really is because, you know, as soon as, you know, look, I, I'm humble enough to know that not everyone's going to agree with me, you know. I mean, I'm I'm a conservative Republican. Not everyone's going to agree with me, and that's fine. I, I knew going into but, office that no one, you know, not, I can't make everyone happy. It's it's, it's a impossible thing to do.
0: In the country, the current polls in the country show that America wants is more safer with Republicans, yes. the conservatives. Yes. So my question is, why are these people in Bay Ridge and South Brooklyn? Why can't they see? Let's just read a list of what happened. This is what happened in sure. September and October in Bay Ridge only, okay? Under yep. Wilson Brennan's, he he claims, you know, this we're safe here. September, four, I'm sure you saw this list. September 14th, shooting on 87th and 5th at the barbershop. We remember that. Yep. September 16th, a gun was found on the street, randomly loaded on 84th and 12th. October 2nd, shooting on 78th and 5th Avenue in the middle of the night, 14 shots. I live right over there. October 5th. Bomb threat, 4th Hamilton High School and a team with a gun on the block of the school. October 5th, rape in the first degree, Marine Avenue and 3rd Avenue at 4 p.m. in the middle of the day. October 7th, police confirmed shots, fire on 86th and 18th Avenue. October 8th, rape, first degree rape. 75th and 4th Avenue at 1 p.m. middle of the day. October 13th, two people shot on 79th and 19th Avenue. This hasn't happened in a long time. So what is, what is going on here? And Justin Brennan does not have one law enforcement endorsement at all. He no. had no endorsements at all from any law enforcement. You did, so yep. I don't understand. I still don't understand how this guy won. I'm very confused.
1: Yeah, it, it, you know, it's 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 really unfortunate. I know that a lot of what you just mentioned, um, we already had, um, or we 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 did press conferences on the the, the one by the barbershop was I, I perhaps one of the more. Uh, one of the ones that hit home, quite frankly, a little bit more than some of the others because there was three stray bullets that winded up getting fired. Um, two of which, uh, well, actually, one went through a pharmacy door a retracting door, and the bullet I know hole where the pharmacy is right on the
0: corner right there. And yep. The bullet
1: hole is still mm-hmm. there, it's still in the door. Mm-hmm. And the other, um, went above. Uh, I know the owner of uh, Lone Star Bar and Grill, it went, he was sitting outside, it went above his head into a window. Um, where I actually had an opportunity to not only speak, but he was also standing with us at the press conference. Gentleman will mm-hmm. um, went through his window and above his bed where he was sleeping. Right. Um, and I think with those two visuals, it was like, ho- you know, holy cow, this is happening, not just in our district, but this was a broad daylight shooting. Um, and for Justin to say that, you know, Oh, these are quote what he likes to call isolated incidents or, or this, this is a one-off kind of thing. It's not. This is this is the result of one when off. you have I just read a, about six, seven days in a row. There was
0: rapes and shootings and yeah, this, this was days in a row. This wasn't one off. It's not what not. Yeah.
1: one off. So he's he's a bullshitter. Let's get let's be right. real Yeah. And and the thing that's most frustrating is, is this is a pure representation of when you have a seating official that does not have the NYPD's back. This is a result of it. Um, when you bring in the larger issues like bail reform and qualified immunity which affects pretty much everything top to bottom throughout the city mm-hmm. when you bring them you know back home you know to bail reform you know these are people that you know generally you know they get booked they get printed they get put in the cage for a couple of hours and let back out to commit the same crimes so as far as i'm concerned there is no more consequence anymore uh which is part of the reason why i was such a big advocate not just for the nypd and law enforcement in general Uh, But to bring back specifically broken windows policing, plainclothes policing, and add more footposts on all of the major avenues. Um, Broken windows specifically, um, in my opinion, stops repeat offenders. And with bail reform, these are the same people that are going out and committing the same crime over and over and over again. And we're not just seeing it here in Bay Ridge. We're now starting to see gang gang activity um, from other areas, Sunset Park. Mm-hmm. Um, other areas outside of Bay Ridge starting to flood into Bay Ridge, knowing that there's no more consequences when you commit a crime. Um, and then when you have qualified immunity, you're basically stripping the NYPD and laws enforcement's job and their really their day-to-day job to, to arrest and patrol, to serve and protect. Uh, they're now held personally liable at any arrest. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're now held, they can be personally sued by anyone that they, they arrest. And these are people that, you know, they they give up their, their lives on a daily basis. Uh, now they have to worry about getting sued at every arrest. Um, so what you're seeing is they're not making necessary arrests anymore. And crime has gone off because of it. But when you have both bail, bail reform and qualified immunity um, that uh, Justin Brannon has not just supported – uh, but also him, you know, goes up obviously to the Senate too and, and congressional right. level, but um, we're seeing the direct effect of it right here in our district. And like you said, uh, rapes, shootings, stabbings, these are all something that was very uncommon to speak about uh, 10 to 15 years ago. I mean, uh, Bay Ridge from what I remember uh, was, was a very safe place to live. People wanted to live
0: here. People People could walk in the middle of the street at night through three, three o'clock in the morning. You never had to worry about a shooting a robbery. Right. Uh, when Marty Golden was here, who was a good friend of ours. Uh, he yep. he made this this place. Marty was, was
1: a very big component of, of my campaign. Very this, big.
0: This place was very very safe. Now you right. got this Gowanus, who's uh, you know uh, Brennan's friend and. Oh, an artist, yeah. He yeah, he had yeah. senator, yeah,
1: and Cuomo's bitch boy too. He loves yep. Cuomo you know so make no and, and that was something I was even saying throughout my campaign was was the Blasio and Brandon are one of the same. I mean they 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 they're the same component they mm-hmm. they have the same agenda. and frankly, that's what was so shocking was you know voting for Brandon is almost like keeping the same ideologies as the blasio. Uh, and 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 you know but again that, that that brings us to obviously where we are now uh, in terms of the election and, and what what happened there. So you know what I think actually happened? I have a theory. I think all these
0: Park Slope people and like downtown Brooklyn people from Cobble Hill are starting to realize that Bay Ridge is cheaper than those areas. And right. I feel like they were, they are moving here and those people are like, you know, Justin Brennan's people. So that's right. how he was probably getting more votes and they're pushing out our kinds of people who are blue collar workers, you know the firemen, the cops, they can't afford to live here anymore. They're all going to Staten Island. Right. Right. So, yeah. you know, you got Joe Borelli out there. You got Joe Borelli in Staten Island. He's got that locked right. down. And uh, I feel like that's what's happening. And that's why this place might continue just to be democratic at this point. I don't think the Republicans have a shot here anymore because just these right. people keep coming from Park Slope. They keep coming from Cobble Hill and Carroll Gardens and all those leftist neighborhoods. I think this neighborhood is just done politically wise, like a Republican. I mean, I just, you know,
1: what do you think? Well, I think that we are starting to see that trend um, in terms of, uh, you know, some of the Park Slope crowd, the Greenwood crowd, the uh, Williamsburg crowd and, 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 you know, his following um, and it is true. I mean, there's a portion of people that are moving into our neighborhoods from those areas. It is economically cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still close to downtown and midtown Manhattan. It's still very, very accessible. Um, but make no mistake about it, my running, um, and I'm humbled to the fact that, you know, at least in the South and political world, prior to myself running, there wasn't a whole lot of people that know me or knew of me. I mean, I was a right. small business owner. I'm humbled to that fact. I'll always stay humble to that fact. You did a good job. Um, <laughs> right, no, I really appreciate Good job. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, and and I think that it, because of that, um, there were there were li, 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 just put it this way, we won on election night. So there was, I was two up two hundred and fifty five votes on election night. There was always mm-hmm. thirteen, even though it was very low voter turnout, right. there was still over thirteen thousand people to vote for me, a relatively unknown that basically came out of nowhere. Um, that but again backed up law enforcement law and order cared about quality of life cared about our day-to-day lives and mm-hmm. and having you know bringing up families and and our children and protecting them um very we ran on very basic a very basic platform. um which american frankly, values that were that are that are you know very respectable values
0: that you're not asking like to uh you know, it doesn't sound like doesn't sound racist. Doesn't sound white supremacist no. to me. It's just very American values that uh, most yeah. Republicans run on. So I don't understand. Yeah, yeah.
1: Protecting our protecting our law enforcement, protecting our fire department, emergency services personnel, what? protecting our families, bringing back quality of life, making sure that our streets are clean. Announcing terrorist
0: organizations like BLM and. At Antifa, yes, I like that. And he's
1: and he's, he's openly supported these organizations. Oh, he's, he's friends with he's friend even friends
0: the girl who threw who threw the molotov cocktail in the police. Yep. Uh, the lawyer. Oh, he, he, he a, tried he, to he tried to rid himself on. Oh Twitter no no no! I, no. I have the tweet. The I got yeah. the tweet right here. I have it. It's yeah. from, I have all his stuff. Don't worry. November yeah. 27 twenty seventeen. He has a tweet to her. They're friends. Let him denounce what he wants to denounce. It's no problem, but go on. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, no. And then on top of that, just while we're on that topic, he's also has people that are on his staff and, and um, I, I won't oh, name names,
0: but that, that, I know, uh, I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes,
1: yes. I, I, there's a certain individual that, that <laughs> has, taken to Twitter to to openly condone oh, yeah. violence against police and then she blocked throwing everybody. cocktails at police cars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a staff member mm-hmm. a close person on his inner circle uh that's who he had on his staff mm-hmm. you know and and it, again again bringing it back home to a humble campaign we had a grassroots campaign. Um, fortunately, I had um, Liam McCabe. He was my campaign manager. You might know him. Right. Um, he ran in the primaries for the same seat against John Quaglione. Uh, but Liam, again, he's, he knows the area. He know, he's been in this community. He's entrenched into this community. Um, and I had a lot of these um, you know, people involved in my campaign that were very, very involved in the community to begin with. John Quaglione was another one. Uh, Marty Golden, Nicole Meliatakis, And like you said, all the police endorsements. Um, so it was very, very evident that it, you know we had a choice going into the voter box: we either vote for more of the same, which unfortunately is a downward trajectory, or we vote for the law and order candidate. Um, but to bring it back home to your point, although we're starting to see more people move into the neighborhood that are generally not the neighborhood people, let's just call it. Um, my running was a very, very intricate part of what I would like to say that the the GOP, the big red wave push. In South Brooklyn, you know, we had Ina Vernikoff, they got elected, there was uh, four or five other people five that got seats. elected. Yeah, they five seats. Um, yeah. And that by no means is stopping, um, specifically in South Brooklyn. Um, a couple of points to that is, um, and not to get too much away, but uh, I recently started uh, the South Brooklyn Coalition to Save Small Business, uh, which is a specifically a small business coalition to preserve and protect small business rights. Uh, I've had several people from my staff on my previous campaign join. Uh, Tony Herbert, who just joined us, who ran for public advocate, mm-hmm. uh, who by the way is a Democrat. He ran on the conservative line as well. But again, this is this is just me showing that I don't necessarily always have to work with Republicans, especially when it comes to small business rights. I, I extended my hand across aisle to the Democrats. He welcomed. He 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 he's, he's joining us. Um, He has that mentality, um, and I'm more than happy to work with anyone, whether they're Republican or Democrat, specifically with the coalition. Mm -hmm. Uh, Furthermore, um, we also – I was just appointed the chairman of the Verizon Republicans, um, which um, Leon McCabe was founded and started. So now I'm the chairman of the Verizon Republicans. So um, in South Brooklyn, I firmly believe that we have a ton of momentum here, and there's a lot of silent support. There was a lot of silent support for me before – uh, unfortunately, it was because there were a lot of businesses and people were scared of the repercussions of Justin Brennan. So, so, so it's funny you said that, that yet again,
0: Radio Free Bay Ridge on their yep. website, they had a whole list of businesses that had um, that supported you and then had um, no mask uh, man. They didn't have a mask mandate. Like, who are these people that run this yep. podcast and this website? And they're putting their businesses like how do they have the fucking balls and the audacity right. to put people's businesses on their website. Oh, these people, you,
1: you don't have to wear a mask in here, so don't go there. Like, who
0: are you to do that to take money out yeah. of their
1: pockets? Like that's oh, and, and I and I know for a fact um that um and this has happened um on two separate occasions. Um, where we held fundraisers, let's say a company, I'm not gonna name any names, but, but, uh, just a bar restaurant held several fundraisers for me Mm -hmm. uh, throughout, throughout the neighborhood Mm -hmm. because they found out they were supporters of mine and held fundraisers there. I'm almost certain there were calls made to the health department. There were calls made for, to, to, you know, to get, to get them violations, to get them shut down or to get them fined just because they support me and held a fundraiser for me. Um, Furthermore, to your point, yeah, you're right. These are it's the radio Free Bay rage is I think three or four people. It's a it's a podcast. Um, one of them, frankly, which is kind of scary, one of them actually belongs to a community board. Oh. Wow. Um, which is that's like a scary thing to even think about for a person to what'd you say? That's
0: like a conflict of interest, like kind of like I, when, they, they're, they're telling people yeah. don't go to this business yeah. because a political Person,
1: yes. uh, They support a political person or they don't have a mask. I mean, they don't have a yep. mask. They, well, Justin, cool. the, the individual I'm talking about, Justin Brown, actually appointed him to the community board. So, you know, he's mm-hmm. trying to extend his tentacles and wherever he can, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there was uh, like, for example, I did the uh, companies that like Rocco's, for example, uh, they've been very, very outspoken against the mandates, not right, the vaccine, right.
0: Right, right? They
1: always say, Oh, Brian's the anti vax candidate, he, he wants to harm our children and everything. You know, yeah, I was never anti uh vaccine, I myself am vaccinated, so um, and, and again, that was that was a decision I made. Uh, but I'm anti mandate. I'm a- the second the government or anyone tells you that you have to now play vaccine police at the front of your door. Um, and not allow people to enter is what I have a problem with. You're gonna crush small business, you're gonna crush the we, revenue we we saw you you know when those the days the firehouses were closing and all that you
0: you were out there in front of the firehouses making the calls, getting the firehouses open. but uh you know, fat boy, he was out he was behind his desk claiming that he was making calls to the unions and fire he got the firehouses open. I mean, yeah. like, I don't, I don't, I don't believe this guy, man. Like he, he's, well, trying to he, he even.
1: I mean, it's crazy. We sent out a robo call and, um, and then they're, they, you know, basically stating like, look, this is what's happening on our ladders. Oh, are I heard, down, I right? heard about, about that. Down. Yeah, 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 yeah. His whole yes. thing was he he, he sent out a, 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 a I don't know whether it was, it was a Facebook tweet. Or, he or said tweet. that you were trying to explain – Yeah, that, that I was impersonating. <laughs> yeah, was I crazy, was trying yeah. to impersonate a fire, that, a fire that, department. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was what he was mainly concerned. That was his main concern of the day. Not not mm-hmm. the fact that God forbid one of us gets hurt or somebody in the community gets hurt, and the response time is going to be three or four times of what it normally would be because of that. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, the sixty-eight precinct. Uh, when I went there, which is one of my first stops, they were one of the most short. I think they actually they they were the most shorthanded po- police precinct in all of New York City mm-hmm. because of the mandates. They were short over forty percent, so yeah, half saw, saw of the, the police chart.
0: precinct. Yeah, yeah, I saw the chart. Uh,
1: what yeah. was not allowed back because of the mandates. So, mm-hmm. God forbid there was anything to happen either that day, that week, that month. It would have been it would have been catastrophic. Well, he doesn't care about police, so he he wouldn't care about anything. Right. Like-
0: right. So what Justin Brennan did was he took the EMS um, endorsement, he took the fire endorsement, he took all the other union endorsements. He said, you know what? I got your endorsements. Fuck you now. I don't. I don't. Whatever. That's it. You know. He claims he got EMS more pay. No, he didn't. He didn't get EMS anything. Right. He just settled. He settled. He not. He didn't get anybody anything. The union got the pay. Nothing. He didn't do anything for anybody. This guy takes right. a lot of a lot of claims that he did, and people believe him for some reason. Also, I mean the guy was sued for bullying an autistic person. Why doesn't That's anybody I don't understand? Like, why why does we ran? I
1: don't know. Did you see did you see our video on that? I did. Uh, we were, I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. just don't understand.
0: Like the, these liberals, they, they're all for you know equality and listen, you know, but but your candidate, uh Justin Brennan, was bullying an autistic person and was. Went to court, lost, and had to pay a lawsuit. So clearly, he's guilty of uh, abusing um, an autistic person. But that's okay, though, because when it comes to the left, they have carte blanche with everything. Every They can do whatever they want. But if right. a Republican does something like that, they, they're they crucified. It's, it's over for them. Right. They're canceled. Right. That's it. Done. You make one mistake if you're a Republican, you're
1: finished. But the right. left, do whatever you like. Yeah, it's it's more of what we're seeing in terms of you know them you know really making the rules and dictating the rules but it's it, but not not applying to them. I mean that that's frankly what we're seeing but um the autistic situation I mean that that that's been going on even beyond I, my running that was something that you know this again is before that was you I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. It's so crazy. Oh no, we we rehashed it for the fact that again, I mean this is an elected official mm-hmm. who mentally and physically abused somebody with autism. Um and you know does a person who's an elected official, you know, deserve to hold office for somebody that did that? I mean, it, to me, that's, it's despicable. Um, it should have never happened. And, um, and frankly, actually, I don't know if you're aware, but um, the individual, he actually abused um, uh, Michael mm-hmm. uh He was part of our, um, um, you know, he, he, he did some light work for us throughout the campaign and stuff like that. He was, he really liked my message and what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, phenomenal guy, and, and and I'll go to bat for for Mike in any circumstance. Um, but his actions is really what we were um, what we were really bringing to light was you know the mental and physical abuse of Mike. It was despicable. Uh, the fact that he had over 60 speeding violations, non-moving violations, speed violations in front do. of schools. I know, I know. Yeah. Oh, I God. mean, the fact she, that it was in front of schools is worse because, you know, look, that's our children. God forbid my kid or your kid or someone's kid got hit by, by his vehicle, mm-hmm. uh, completely unsafe. And now, now we have this whole homeless shelter situation going on. Yeah. Uh, with the property over there, which is, again, right next to a school. Yeah. Sure, so, oh,
0: yeah, sure. Why not, right? Why not? He said it would not never let it happen next school. <laughs> he said he would never let that happen. I yeah. talked to him on the street once and I asked him about it. I was like, "What's up with this homeless shelter? They're going up next to the school." "Oh, that will never happen. I'm never going to let that happen. What are you crazy?" "Oh, oh, okay. I think it's going to happen." So, yeah, yeah.
1: He's very good at deflecting. Him and him and Senator Genortis are very, very oh, good
0: yeah,
1: at Oh, yeah, yeah, it. yeah. It's so funny cuz uh, like uh, the him,
0: also him and Brad Lander, he's another one. I call him Brad, yeah. Brad Pander. The whole they want the safe streets. This, you know, the Blasio's Vision Zero. They were pushing the yep. Vision Zero. Him and Brandon and Brad Lander have the most speeding tickets and violations at all. I'm pretty sure out of all the council. Yes. I mean, listen. Yeah. Marty
1: Golden was no saint either. let's, let's, right, you know, right. but, but he, he. Admit, that's what they'll bring up every time, you know, yeah, you speak yeah. about Brand's driving record. Marty Golden comes up in the same sentence. But Marty Golden took responsibility and, you know, whatever he, he said, right. oh, that's it. He, he did what he had to do with,
0: it. but Justin Brennan, no comment, whatever. He just doesn't, he just doesn't care. Like, you know, it's one thing if you take responsibility for your mistakes, but if, if you just keep deflecting and deflecting and he didn't even also, let's talk about deflection during the campaign 11 dead people ballots came yes up, right and they actually got returned voted whatever came of that when he was asked yep. about that he said it was trump
1: republican conspiracy theory
0: stuff oh huh. hmm.
1: hmm. yeah uh, yeah i mean what i can tell you is we 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 um you know to our credit we 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 knew that there was you know that i should say we knew that there was some level Uh, For all that was going to happen, I I should say that we we anticipated everything and we considered everything when going into the election. So uh, when it came down to Election Day, um, you know, we had attorneys. We hired attorneys. Mm -hmm. um, We had our own internal staff there that that were, um, you know, going through the process. And, uh, yeah, we wound up finding out that 11 dead registered voters that, that, that voted that signed their name. Um, who were dead. Yeah, uh, a long voted. time ago, by the way. Just, they, yeah. they just, they didn't just oh, there die. was one that died about 15 years ago. Yeah, that's what I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so you know, so we have the win on election night, and then now now then we wait three weeks for all the absentee ballots to come in. Mm-hmm. And um, and we had, you know, we had our attorneys there and 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 you know, we went through the formalized process. Um, and then he wound up basically winning um in less than one percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, I think it was like between two and four hundred votes, um, yeah, w- with the absentees. Um, so you know, it, it, we and we have lawyers there. I mean, it, it's I can't say um that it was entirely a clean process. I'd be lying to say that it was squeaky clean because it wasn't. Wasn't he having people um, take down your but signs? But the second you say that I'm um, Mr. Conspiracy That's Theorist. So, cool. wasn't he having people like take down your signs in the middle of the night
0: like people had videos of this like we're oh, yeah. going around just like putting your signs in the garbage and all that stuff too like crazy yeah.
1: shit. He was going through like We it, it became bridges. it became almost like a sign battle like we 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 had probably hundreds of people at one point. Um Contacting us whether it, text messages or, or Facebook, whatever, Twitter, uh commenting saying that there was people that came onto our wall on our property and ripped off your sign and the Justin Brennan defunded the police sign that we created, the yellow sign. That they went on their property, took and, and ripped them off the, the grass and, and put them in the garbage. Wow. Um, and, and again, that just shows you, and a lot of it was done overnight, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> So a lot of it was done with the cloak of the night, and um, and and again, I mean, we had a lot of people that were, were asking for for more signs and for us to replace them, and we gladly did. Uh, but that just goes to show you the mentality of his campaign and where they were, and the and the desperation uh, of his campaign to just hold on uh, to the seat. Uh, I mean, it goes as petty as taking down signs. I mean, I I feel it, like this story needs to
0: get like more not like national coverage but more city coverage. Like no one really knows like how crazy this campaign battle was. Like this is the things I'm hearing are insane. Like this is just like people in Bay Ridge know about it. <laughs> it needs right. to get, get bigger, man. Like this I agree, I agree. I mean, I it's mean, not going to change the outcome of the election, but it just needs no. to be known. Like this guy went to these extreme lengths of just craziness to defeat you because. Let's, let's be real. You're just an unknown guy. You're not a politician. You, you just came out of nowhere. You ran on values and you almost beat him. And he right. knew it. And he just, he called you a white supremacist. He called you a racist. He called you a Trumper, an anti-vaxxer. He tried all this fucking bullshit. And in the right. end, you only beat, he only beat you by 200 or 400
1: votes. Yep. And yeah, I mean, and we went through crazy. Even my own staff. I mean, there was two two separate occasions where where my staff, um, they had Brian Fox or City Council magnets on their car. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were they were uh, you know uh, uh, verbally assaulted. Um, in one case, actually physically assaulted mm-hmm. uh, by by a Brandon supporter or someone that was pro Brandon, um, and you know, of course, wearing face masks, hoodie, the whole thing. Um, and, um, so my, not, not just myself. I mean, for, for, frankly, one of the reasons why the GOP and conservative party went with me is because yeah, I was an unknown a relatively unknown, right. but they knew that it could get kicked in the face a couple thousand times and still take it. Right. I'm, I'm just that person. That's I, 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 was willing sorry. to take the yeah. hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my own staffers, for example, um, who, who, you know, were, were taking hits and things like that, um, physical abuse, mental abuse, yeah. um, you know, verbal sorry, abuse yeah. in the streets. It was insane. And then with the signs too. Um, you know, so he, he, he went out of his way and he told, he has his trolls, um, and his minions go out. I remember on third Avenue, we were putting our posters up on third Avenue businesses that support us that night, they'd all get ripped down. So I I would be walking my dog, my dog Ruby walking up and down the block. Mm -hmm. They'd all be gone. They'd all be ripped down. He even went so
0: far extreme on Twitter and and Facebook to say that your staffers or people where finding his mother in the street, like you know who she is, and calling her a bitch and whatever, and, and telling her all these things and his wife.
1: I mean, like, come on, bro, that never happened. Stop it. Like, cut. You, you, you know it's funny? Uh the one the one of the largest contradictions, one of the biggest contradictions about him is he's supposedly for the people. Right. Love all serve all is his motto on, on on his office. And I mm-hmm. I feel like he's quite frankly the exact opposite of that of that slogan. Uh, but when you see um, his house, I don't know if you noticed, but there's seven foot uh, white fences around the entire perimeter of his house. Oh, I don't even know where he lives. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, when it comes to oh, Mister, Mister, uh, my office is always open, and I'm 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 willing to open up my my Never office in my house to anyone, regardless of what the situation is. It sure seems like he's he has the exact opposite mentality when it comes to it. At the end of the day, it's it's, it's just it's so crazy how he would go to such
0: lengths to get his mother involved, saying that uh, uh, Brian Fox Trumpers are uh, walking around Bay Ridge looking for my mother to
1: call her names to intimidate her. The scariest part, which I think was was funny about the whole thing, is these vests here that we ended up getting. Oh yeah, uh, that ended up being a huge topic. Was uh, you know O'Brien and his vests, and it, it was like this. They whole made a thing, troll so. account. They made a troll yeah. account for your vests. Yeah. And it was this whole thing about oh, he's Mr. Vest, and what is oh, he man. gonna do? He's gonna increase all the vest sales, I guess. That's it. And, and and so, because of that note, I knew it, it hit a nerve with him. I got my entire staff vest. So, I think while we were walking down third avenue with the same vest, yeah. that set off some alarms with them. <laughs> Honestly, what 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 um should have been the fighting final boiling
0: point for voters is when you got you invited him to debate at the Knights of Justice. Yeah. You invited him, he claimed. He's not going to come because of COVID, no mask, man, blah, blah, vaccination. You're vaccinated. He's vaccinated. People would have shown their vaccination cards. They would have shown their, their masks. They would have worn masks if they weren't vaccinated. He claimed all this COVID bullshit. But at the same time, weeks before that, he's at parties with no mask on. He Then when after the uh, election night, he went to Puerto Rico for that whatever thing, and whatever. Yep. Nope dancing with people doing whatever he's doing partying like he just won when he didn't even know he won yet he's claiming victory he's down there partying so that should have just been the final stroll with all voters like this guy is a fraud you know you yeah. showed up you showed up you were there and then he didn't show up I mean that's not a man who keeps his word that's not a man of honor in my opinion I mean I grew up on the street with a bunch of street guys you know uh, right. I know what a man of honor is. That is not a man of honor. And that is not a man of no. word to go show up for a debate because of COVID. But he's going to go party and, and you know, you know,
1: typical liberal bullshit, in my opinion. Yeah. So I was saying the uh, the Diker Heights Civic Association, which Franville Marone um, runs, and she's also the uh, chairwoman of the Brooklyn Conservative Party. Uh, there was necessary precautions that 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 took place on behalf of the Diker Heights Civic Association. Um, there was going to be masks at the door, uh, temp checks at the door and on top of that limited seating capacity. Mm -hmm. Um, so there was all of these requirements, um, were, um, you know, presented to anyone walking in, whether they wanted to see the debate and that wasn't enough for him. Um, so the whole, you know, Oh, it's, it's COVID and, and his, I think, you know what it was, I think he, he assumed I wasn't vaccinated and he assumed a lot of my, following was not vaccinated. Oh, so that's, he just that's because you're
0: a white supremacist and a Trumper anti-vaxxer. So you're obviously right. not vaccinated. Right, uh, exactly. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Duh. Duh.
1: <laughs> I thought no, wait, liberal
0: liberals have to accept everybody. Isn't that like you know right. wait, everyone? Isn't that their thing? Yeah, yeah. Well only yeah.
1: only when it shoots their narrative, you know. Uh, of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. but needless to say, yeah, we, we took all those precautions. That wasn't enough for him. Um, His, his chief of staff, chief of staff called us maybe two or three times. There was back and forth between my campaign and his campaign. And, and ultimately I got to a point where we said, you know, Hey, look, we're willing to debate wherever. And this is after the initial debate. Mm -hmm. I was like, let's hold a debate. The, the, The community deserves it. They deserve to hear my side and just as much as they deserve to hear his side. Of course, um, we need to hear both sides. Uh, the community, as as a potential voter, um, as someone who may or may not vote for me or him, uh, deserves to hear both sides. And I said, "Look, you name a place, even if it's outside, if it's in a park, I, I don't, I really don't care. Um, we owe it to the community in our district to to hold a debate that you'll participate in. And of course, we don't hear anything back, but." Um, we did cover a lot of topics. We covered a lot of substance, um, at least, you know, from from my side, I was able to um, express my opinion and, and my my view um, to whoever was there and whoever was listening. But, um, I, you know, and again, I feel what he, he what he really did was it was disrespectful, not just for us, but for the community. Generally, uh, yeah, he doesn't care. That's
0: what I'm saying. Right.
1: Like, he's not a man of honor. Right. He doesn't do shit about the communities that he represents. He's, right. a, he's a coward in my eyes right exactly exactly so you know we had that. it was really unfortunate we weren't able to have a debate um we wound up going as far as having one of my staffers hand deliver a letter to his campaign um prior to the debate uh basically saying you know i hope that you know we can still have this debate Mm -hmm. um and and nothing again we got stonewalled but um all of that said I did want to mention uh, that, again, I did mention the coalition. I did mention the Arizona Republicans.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and at the moment, not to give too much away, but um, in one way, shape, or form, I am considering another run. I was going to say Uh, the future for Mr. Fox, you know, it's exactly my words away from you. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm considering potentially another run Um, right now. We are basically the entire um, New York City is getting redistricted, rezoned. Right. Uh, I think this year is when it happens. So basically they're redrawing the lines as far as, you know, where the districts are as per what seat. So, for example, um, District 43, they're redrawing the lines for what what the neighborhood will look like. Okay. Same thing with all the other seats. Right.
0: Um,
1: so we're just looking to see um, what the most advantageous seat looks like, mm-hmm. um, but still comprising of most of Bay Ridge, Stiker Heights, you know, the same, you know, the same area, basically. Right. Um, so, again, I mean, whether it means taking a shot at Brandon in another two years um, whether it means going to New York State Assembly or potentially running against Gnardis. But Brennan, um, Brennan might want to move, go somewhere else. So you might be running against somebody else by
0: then. You never know. He might want to get – Yeah, well, we saw office.
1: that with the New York City Council Speaker. And fortunately, um, to our credit, my campaign's credit, we saw where that got him. I mean he wound up obviously not becoming New York City Council Speaker. Um, which, um, we, we fought very, very hard uh, for that not to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, he, he has dreams of grantor. I mean, he doesn't want to stay Mr. City Councilman forever. Uh, I'm sure he wants to go to the congressional level. I'm sure if he could, he would probably wind up going to the Hill at some point. Um, so you're right. I mean, it may not be him, but if it is, um, I, I'd gladly give him another shot as, and I gladly uh, throw my hat in the ring again. Uh, But I think more in the the general sense, I think that the community, um, from what I've been hearing, again, text messages, calls, Mm -hmm. everything, you know, that a lot of people really appreciated that I ran and and feel like I should run again. Um, So I feel like with all the responses that I've been getting, which have been overwhelming, uh, that I owe it back to the community uh, to run again. Uh, Whether what CNET is, we have to wait and see, because, again, the district lines still have to be drawn. but. Um, Brian Fox is just getting warmed up. I love that. Two questions
0: for you. If Justin Brennan wanted to meet you for a drink in a bar, would you meet him? Absolutely. That's, let's see, that's a man's man right there. He probably wouldn't meet you, but you would meet him Two.
1: Where do we find Brian Fox on the socials? Sure. So you have uh, Brian Fox uh, uh, for NYC. Uh, I know one of my social media, media handles is Brian Fox, F O R N Y C. Uh, but um, you'll be able to find me on both uh, Brian, the number four, Brian Fox, the number four NYC, uh, and Brian, F, uh, Brian Fox, F O R N Y C. Awesome. Brian, thank you for your time. Hope to see you in your neighborhood. If I see you, let's
0: grab a drink, man.
1: All right. Maybe I'll join your Verizon Republicans club. Sounds pretty good. Yes, absolutely. And feel free also with the uh, Small Business Coalition. Uh, we're trying to create, you know, again, just another platform and forum for all small businesses in the area to have a voice and um, and to make sure that we're heard. Uh, frankly, I think we all deserve it. Well, if you need my help, you let me know. Absolutely. Thank you again. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you,
0: Brian. Thank you.